Welcome to the Spilt Podcast. I'm Charlene. And I'm Tanya. We confess we are spillers. Not in the way that you may think, but it is likely you are one too. So if you've ever believed you are less than, invisible, or made to doubt yourself, we're glad you're here. We have been there, and in some respects, we're still there, because life is a journey. We are not doctors, therapists, or life coaches, but our collective life experience has taught us a thing or two. It is not a mistake that our paths are colliding today. So let's dig in, dig deep, and talk about why we spill. Welcome to the premiere of the Spilt Podcast. So here we are. We are finally doing this. It's been almost three years in the planning stages. Um, I'm Charlene. <laughs> Let's just do an introduction. Okay. I'm Charlene, and I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've been home since 1995. I have three boys, and I don't really like the idea of calling myself a stay-at-home mom. I much prefer domestic goddess. <laughs> so that's a little bit of a background. I homeschooled my boys. Um, there was just too much going on at the school at that time. And I decided to take a plunge. And now as I have my boys launching, I'll say that, um, I found myself thinking I was finally going to have time for me, but God had other plans and uh, will be one of our topics as we get into more discussions about who we are and our life. Okay, so I am Tanya and I have also stayed home with kids for a little over 30 years. Um, I've been married this entire time. <laughs> oh, yes, I am a married woman. Um, um, and actually have eight children and now three grandchildren. Um, and I, too, started homeschooling not right off the bat, but eventually we got there and been homeschooling. Ooh, close to 20 years. Um, so I guess what we want to say is, um, why we're doing a podcast and, um, I actually thought of it out of the blue listening to podcasts when I was doing a side job, delivering food for Chick-fil-A. And it was right in the height of COVID just started in like the first two months. And I started listening to all these podcasts in the car. And then I was like, oh, we do talks like this about what's going on in our life and our overall mental health, how much talking to each other had helped us. Like we should just have a podcast for like regular moms. And, um, that's how I got started. Well, it got started that way and we thought, yes, we can do that. 
totally we can do that. But sometimes um, life happens and we believe that <laughs> we're believers here. We believe in God and Jesus as our Lord and Savior and that we have an enemy in this life sometimes. And Satan truly tried to prevent this from happening because on the heels of that, it seemed like there were many obstacles put in our way that um, in both our lives that would deter us from doing this podcast because we believe that um, we have something to share with y'all about life and hardships and all kinds of different stuff and um, things that people don't like to talk about and the obstacles that were put in our path were not easy ones, but we're here today because we're not going to let him win. We're going to get our podcast out. Yes. So if we want to just possibly list some of the things. So, um, you know, we're not exaggerating when we said everything was thrown at us that could be. Um, so like I mentioned, COVID is going on. So that changed my your, circumstance. your household. For that sure. is for sure. My husband started working from home because of the COVID restrictions at his work. And that was a huge adjustment. And it seemed like um, we were just not really equipped for that in the beginning. Um, we had to make huge adjustments and I felt restricted. <laughs> I felt right. restricted because I had to respect a certain level of quietness in the home and respecting that he's actually working and he's not just at Taking home. the day off. Yes. The months off. Um, yeah. And having this at my house is not a possibility. We've talked about it a few times. I have dogs and they bark at everything. So <laughs> we knew we needed to come here where it would be quieter. Um, so we just kept putting it off thinking, oh, the world will get back to normal soon. This won't last very long. Um, and it's almost like it's not back to normal right now even, yeah. but, um, the next thing that happened after we first discussed this is my husband had a pretty bad car accident, which thankfully he was fine that he walked away from, but it ended up being months of broken bone then needed a surgery and therapies and that's all going ongoing. And then he's not even fully recovered. And one of my sons is hit by a car while riding his bike close to our neighborhood, which thankfully again, like he was okay after some stitches and a CT scan on his head. Cause he had a concussion. Um, so that happened. Um, and then I think, you're having all your stuff go on. Yes, I have. Um, I have something going on with our youngest son. Um, he had 
fatigue and uncontrollable itching all over his body for about nine months. And we were going to doctor after doctor after doctor seeking help. Um, and nobody could seem to figure out what was going on with him. So I did some digging myself and took him back to the dermatologist of all people. And through that, she finally heard me and she ran some lab work to rule things out. And the lab work came back with results that prompted her to do more lab work. And then she suggested that we see a hematologist. And we, through that journey, we finally found out what was causing all the itching. Sean had cancer, um, Hodgkin's lymphoma. And um, that was just a shock <laughs> to my soul. And that, that time, nothing else really mattered um, to me. So podcasts got postponed. Yes. Um, and then I'm not sure like where this fell into it, but then I have another son in a boating accident. Yes. And I think that's right around the time Sean was starting treatment, wasn't it? Um, which he's okay, but he was not unscathed. He broke his pelvis in two places and a vertebrae in his back. So that was three long months, not putting any weight on that side of his body. Um, and he had to go through not therapy, but like a few adjustments and being on crutches and checkups just to monitor. I think maybe every few weeks they would do an x-ray to make sure that that pelvis was holding together without any kind of surgical intervention. So, um, and then I also did mention like when my son was in the hospital for the bike injury, I get a message from my older son that has children that they thought his newborn daughter had cystic fibrosis. It's all coming at once. And I'm thinking, oh, of course not. She doesn't have that because we don't have that. But then it was the whole journey of learning how cystic fibrosis works. And you don't know that you have it until two carriers get together. So um, that was another just kind of startling medical diagnosis going on for our family. But she's doing well. She's a very healthy, active toddler now. Um, and we're thankful for that. And as if these things weren't enough, <laughs> um, add in aging parents. Yes. Um, my husband's parents were not getting along well on their own anymore, despite what they had to say. So we had to make kind of a rash decision to take them out of their independent living alone and bring them closer to us. And so for months, 
I was the one that stayed home. So I was kind of their errand girl, check on, do this, all the stuff for them. Cause my husband never stopped working during the pandemic because he is a healthcare worker and worked nonstop, even with his arm immobilized in a sling after his accident. Cause that was going on and it was just crazy, um, where he worked. But, um, so yeah, and you have your own story. Yes. And I have an aging parent, um, who is an ongoing phenomenon in my life. <laughs> um, my mom needs lots of, um, help. We're, we're trying to keep her as independent as possible for as long as possible because, well, just because through this, I've learned that if you are not a wealthy, um, aging, elderly person, there's really not a place for you unless something catastrophic happens. So we're keeping her as independent as possible until the inevitable happens. And that's not an easy feat um, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so that's always on my plate as well. And I'm just going to add me personally. Um, when you become a caregiver, for an adult who in their mind is fine and they're also perhaps non-compliant with what the doctor thinks they should be doing. That was the most emotionally draining thing that I went through these past few years because you just want to help them and do what's best and have whatever time they have left for them to be happy and comfortable and all that. But, um, I, I couldn't focus on hardly anything while I was helping them and they didn't even live with me. They still had care. They had nursing care and they lived in their own place. But yeah, that was, so nothing with the podcast was happening then other than we constantly would say, we still need to do the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how many times we said that we still need to do the podcast. And we will probably keep saying we still need to do the podcast. But for today, we're getting something on record. Yeah. And then my husband decided that he was going to retire before we had planned him to retire. And so then when things seemed to get in a good place, he retired and he was home again. But he wasn't working this time. He was just here. And um, that is in itself another adjustment. But I'm happy to report that he has decided to go back to work. And he's been back to work for about four weeks now. And so we're getting back in our old groove. Well, that's good. And that's why we're here today. We've actually had a couple of planning where we started to work on this. We've had some technical difficulties because we really didn't know what we're doing other than watching tutorials. Um, but 
as we continue to talk, um, hopefully it's going to um, be evident that we're very close friends. Um, we're very in tune with each other's feelings and what's going on. I know sometimes uh, we say things you know, like we knew what we were thinking. I know what you thought about that or you say that about me. Um, but we are not lifelong friends. No. We actually, how long ago did we meet casually through homeschooling circles? Yes. Probably right before I had my youngest, who's 12. Do you think, do you remember me pregnant? I'm sure. Yes. You. I okay. remember you pregnant. I remember you pregnant more than one time. Okay. So that long. Okay. Yes. Because I did start homeschooling. I was pregnant with mine. Um, I had just six. had my sixth, maybe. I had been talking about it. Yes. Okay. And so that puts us at, but really going out together to have coffee. We had to call them coffee talks. I remember the baby of the family being in tote the, okay. a few times. Okay. So, and base, and I guess like these podcasts are going to be our coffee talks. That's <laughs> we're, right. We're bringing back the coffee talks that we went through and making them topics. Um, so, so yeah, so we casually were acquainted and friendly and in these different circles, like groups, and then, um, a friend started up homeschool moms bucko yep and was it once a month was once yes a month. okay once a month. so once a month we were seeing each other and i just wanted to mention like so many times you're seeing people you don't see every day and you kind of go around and the way bunko is if you know what that game is you you end up switching partners a lot moving tables so you talk to most everybody there and you you get that, like, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm fine. Yeah. So, the I'm fine. Oh, you know, we're good. Sometimes people would say, like, oh, this is going on. But it was, I, I would say it's usually pretty superficial. Yes, superficial. Yeah. Even though it's it's a good time. It's, it's away from the kids and all that kind of stuff, having to do dinner that night. But... It's supposed to be a relaxing time, but for some reason, and I was telling Charlene, I was like, I don't remember which one of us initiated or decided to be different that time, but one of us said, like, I'm not okay. So that's, I'm not okay right now, or things aren't great, and then we agreed. We agreed, and <laughs> like, said, really? Me neither. Yeah. So we're, we're not okay. Um, we were both kind of suppressing what was really going on. And then like you mentioned, you came up to my car at a homeschool PE. Yeah. And then we decided to just like have get togethers that were just the two of us over coffee, just a chat. And, um, I think that was, that's like a turning point 
to have for us to have someone, you know, admit life's not peachy all the time. Yeah. I'm really struggling. We were both really struggling. Um, and we just explored that over talking and what we were doing. Like, I think at that time, neither of us were getting better. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we were definitely in the throes of what people don't like to talk about. Depression. We were in the throes of depression, various types of grief, and trying to cope with it on our own. I would say I was probably a little bit ahead of Tanya because I had already sought outside help from a professional. And so I thought like, Oh, I'm supporting her. <laughs> I'm giving her tips. Like I was together when I really wasn't. But taking the focus off of me and trying to help someone else, which I had experienced for myself, was a help to me. But now I feel like our roles have reversed. And now she's helping me a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> we still help each other. That's right. So if you've listened this far, hopefully you have. <laughs> um, this podcast is just a culmination of our hours of coffee talk therapy. We both have been in therapy, um, prayer, and just a renewed appreciation for ourselves. And I don't know, like who we are and that it's okay to not be the perfect wife and mother. It's okay not to be the perfect homeschool mom because none of that actually exists. And I think both of us were perfectionists, people pleasers. These are things that I am not anymore. Um, I don't know about you. I'm working on it. <laughs> um, but it was, it was really hard in the beginning to admit those things. Well, that's because there's a lot of shame that comes with being a person dealing with depression, anxiety, while you're trying to hold it all together. I don't know how many of you out there are stay-at-home moms, but whether you're a mom that works outside the home or a mom that stays home with the children, or even if you're a person that is not married or single, it's hard. It's, it's really hard to be your authentic self. Because when you, for me, it felt like a free fall. And then you learned that all of that stuff you had been stuffing and trying to hold together is not really your identity. 
So maybe we could um, explain how we developed this term spilt. Yes. Podcast. Um, I'm just going to refer to my notes here. So like we, I said, we were homeschool moms. Um, we both realized that we had battled um, past traumas. Yep. Um, we were feeling worthless, um, plummeted into depression, like you said, having some anxieties. And um, the podcast is going to highlight our, our journeys and all the insights that we've discovered. I said, as we started to pull ourselves out of the pits of despair, because that's where I felt like I was. Um, pits of despair, like Anna Green Gables. <laughs> Sort of mm -hmm. um, and we have no professional training in counseling or therapy or anything like that. Um, but you want to, say? to say it, well, we believe we're warriors mm -hmm. and survivors. And we realized that we had something in common, a factor that was contributing to our poor mental health. It was that we used to stuff our problems and our feelings to avoid dealing with them. But eventually, our stuff started to overflow from the secret place deep within us. And we essentially spilt. Yes. So when you realize you've spilt, your stuff is everywhere. So now it's visible for the world to see. It spills over into your relationships and it begins to affect your overall health um, and well-being. Um, the outcome of having a sudden spillage could be shame, regret, and despair start causing you to question your purpose. That was really big. What is my purpose? And, um, and it resulted in this cloud of depressive thoughts. Um, I know mine just were constantly hovering over me, circling through my mind, um, visiting me when I try to fall asleep at night, all these things. Um, and like I, we did say, we both have done therapy, um, counseling. And it was interesting that when we discussed what our therapist had said to us, yours gave you one example. So yes. you can explain. Yes. Yours. My example, my therapist gave me the box. And she said that I had been just taking all of my stuff and stuffing it in my box. And then one day my, the lid would not stay on my box. It was stuffed to the brim. And everything was starting to come out. And I needed to address the stuff in my box. Because starting another box would go into some other topic that's here. Bordering on, on the borderline of mental hoarding. So I didn't want to do that. So I started putting stuff in different boxes to categorize them. And then I just kept shuffling them. <laughs> so, you know, 
it was interesting that I had the box analogy and all my stuff started coming out and I couldn't contain it any longer. And Tanya's. Yes. And so my counselor started our first session with a cup and she started to add liquid. There was already some liquid in there. I think I'm trying to remember it all. And then she was like, when you avoid something, then it's just in there. And then the cup started getting more and more full till it's at the top. And if you add one more thing, then that cup just started overflowing and spilling out onto the table. And there it was. You had a mess. And that's where I was. <laughs> a mess. A mess. Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully something we discussed resonated with you. We encourage you to challenge your thoughts and feelings as you move through this week in an effort to prevent unnecessary spilling. Join us again next Tuesday for another Spilt episode with Charlene and Tanya. <laughs>